This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. I am the guest host today, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager for callcurrent.com, Current Electric. Uh, Mike is actually out, and uh, he is accepting his Hall of Fame award from the High School Basketball Association. And uh, so he is spending the weekend in the Dells. We congratulate Mike. And uh, I am looking forward to the next hour with my co-host, Bingo Emmons, with Creative Construction. How are you doing today, Bingo? I'm doing great. It's uh, quite the honor there for Mike. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge honor, and I know he's uh, he's very excited for it. Yeah, I mean, he, re- I mean, he works. I mean, he's very passionate about the sport. I mean, just he's very well deserved. Yes, absolutely. So him and Terry are enjoying the weekend in the Dells. He's going to have to wear a suit and everything today. So that's that's very unusual for Mike. So looking forward to hearing from him tomorrow and uh, seeing how it went. So with us today is our special guest, Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design, and he is a MCR, MCKBR, CR, CKBR, UDCP. And uh, that's a lot of designations. How are you doing today, Bob? <laughs> Morning, Ray and Bingo. How are you? Great. Right. Um, so I need to take a little break from uh, after saying all those things. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got so certified? That's a lot of certifications. Sure. Um, well, I started... Um... I've been in this business probably for about 30 years, actually, um, and uh, went to the Udaverin School of Architecture. After graduation, I was lucky enough to have a couple of home builders um, recognize that uh, they wanted to work with me, so I just started in the business of custom homes, and, and that kind of morphed into custom homes, lake homes, uh, duplexes, and then into remodeling. So. Uh, kitchens, baths, additions, the whole the whole gamut. And um, as the both of you know, uh, Mary Milwaukee is um, an organization that's well known. And uh, I became a member and started on the road to certification. And it just kind of grew into all of those letters after my name. 
<laughs> that is a lot of names, not letters. And I know all three of us are members of Nary Milwaukee, and uh, it's a great organization. We love supporting it. And I know, Bob, you're also on the board for Nary Milwaukee. So uh, congratulations, and thank you for all you, your work that you do. Explain, and I know these certifications do not come lightly. They take a lot of work and a lot of um, um safety guarantees and stuff like that. Can you explain how that process works with all these? I mean, there's a lot of them. You had to have spent a lot of time in books. So um, it's a, it's a process. Um, the, uh, the CR certification is the certified remodeler. That's the um, kind of the all encompassing certification for someone who maybe has their own business or is involved heavily in the business end of their remodeling company. So it has a lot of business. It has a lot of the the hands-on stuff as well. So you know what you're working with. Uh, you know, you don't, sometimes you, I don't know, you walk into a car dealer and the get just started and they used to, you know, I don't know, clean houses or something. So they know nothing about the the industry they're in. So that's what these certifications are for is to make sure you're well-versed in kind of all the aspects of the remodeling industry. So um, the MCR means it's a master certified remodeler. So it means I've had a lot of time in the industry and I've got additional education and community service and service to the organization and so on. And it's the same thing with the CKBR. That's a certified kitchen and bath remodeler. So that specialization is for a company or a business that specializes in kitchen and bath remodeling. And the master certification, so the MCKBR, is something I've attained as well. And then the UDCP is, uh, you know, it's kind of that one that doesn't have the M in front of it, but that's the Universal Design Certified Professional. And that one's really important these days. Um, with so many people staying in their homes or looking to move into a home that maybe isn't perfectly suited for them, um, someone with this knowledge of how to adapt a home, how to uh, remodel it, how to build it from new if you're building a custom home, um, keeping in mind how you'll be living in it, how other people who will be visiting you will use the space, uh, so that's what the Universal Design Certified about. It's not about handicap accessibility. It's not about institutional things. It's about making your home livable for you, your guests, and everybody that's going to be there. So if there's yeah. beautiful views, you make sure the beautiful views are taken care of and the guests get to use them as much as the homeowner, right? That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out. Ray, I'm wanna... actually sitting here looking at a lake, so I'm kind of dreaming about my beautiful views right now. So. There you go. I mean, that's yeah, Ray. Um, I want to want to toss it out there about Bob. Th these aren't just certifications that Bob takes. You know, Bob is the first MCR. Uh, he's actually um because MCR. Um, if you're if you're a NERI member, these education, these courses, it's a big benefit of becoming a NERI member to get any certifications and that. But Bob isn't just a. Bob was actually my teacher when I took my when I took my course. However long ago that was. But Bob is a, is a one of the one of the original teachers, and that he's not only does he have those things, he also he knows it. He isn't some guy who just studied and took a test. I mean, he really knows this stuff. That's what makes him very unique to being in the architectural world. Well, and you must be a great teacher, Bob, too, because Bingo's a great guy, and uh, he definitely knows his stuff as well. 
Yeah, I think, well, Bingo and I, and I think, Ray, you too, share that everything we can bring to the members of the NARI organization, we're going to, because it just makes it better for everybody. Um, current electricians, electricians, and I've been working with creative, so um, it just makes it just makes it better and easier for all of us. And homeowners, obviously, because you have a better educated, a better informed, and a more seasoned uh, professional who will be taking care of your needs. Well, and I think it's also important, Bob, that uh, we mention that you not only work on these certifications and you teach these certifications, you actually were the chair of the education, which is now combined with workforce development, of uh, the two main committees that not only educate our own members, but also educate the community and the um, people coming into the industry and helping getting those people in the industry. I think that's huge. So I want to thank you for that work and uh, give you an opportunity to promote that as well. Yeah, the the, com- the combining that we did with the education and this workforce development just made sense because we are looking at um, bringing people into our industry who either, uh, I guess the standard thinking is, you know, maybe kids coming out of high school. But there's people, as we hear so often, their jobs because they just, they're not satisfying and they're looking for something else. Um, so we get a lot of people re-careering we have veterans all kinds of people who we can bring into this industry um to benefit them as well as us so combine development with the education aspect because a lot of these folks don't have necessarily the hands-on background but they have the will and the drive that we really look successful in our industry so we teach them these things yeah, and that's a great great opportunity for Neri to uh, combine the two because I think they, they both are so important. Um, and one of the things you touched on is I, I love, obviously, high school kids coming in, but I'm also a huge um, advocate for veterans and love the opportunity for veterans to come into the industry that um, takes great care of veterans and takes great care of um, everybody that comes in the industry. We love this industry, as uh, all three of us know. We spend a lot of time working not only in our businesses, but inside the industry, inside NARI and other organizations that support it. So um, I know we have a show coming up, Bob, and uh, at the other end of the break, we're going to talk more about what you're going to be doing at the show. But do you want to talk a little bit about the show? I know it's uh, it's very important and it's a huge milestone for NARI. Yeah, this is Nary Milwaukee's 60th anniversary. So uh, technically, July of 1961 was the first year of the, the organization. So we're really we're really celebrating it, and we're celebrating it this fall at the fall show. Um, so not only is all the great things that normally go on with our fall home improvement show, um, we have additional things happening, and. Um, it, it's a big deal, and we're taking it real seriously. We're taking it seriously to have a lot of fun, I guess is the best way to put it. So um, it, it'll be a great opportunity for people to not only look at uh, different companies and so on, but also learn more about the organization that's been around for 60 years. Yeah, I'm really excited for the show coming up, and uh, uh, I know you are bingo as well, and Bob, I'm sure you are as well. Well, I'm going to – well, yeah, just for people that are listening, you know, you'll be able to see Ray in person. I'll be there. Uh, 
this is a yeah, yeah Ruby show. Yeah, we're um, yeah. There's no secret. We love Neri. Uh, Neri's awesome. It's you know, if you ever want you know, if you ever want to make sure you get a company that's got good you know that just has what you're supposed to have to be a legitimate business company. You know, you get a hold of Neri and they'll still hook you up. But this yeah, it's a sixtieth one. This is just it's organizations when a lot of people are falling apart and things are going and like this. If this organization is just there, they they're very well. Um, you know, they, they just they just they just work very well together. Yeah, I know Diane and uh, Michelle and Allison and Wes. Um, I've gotten an opportunity to talk to them a lot recently, and they're very excited about the show. Um, and I know Michelle's eagerly working hard to make sure the show is the best we can for all of our consumers, all of our members. And uh, we have a lot of special things. So we're going to get to that at the end or end of the break, Bob, um, because I know that you have a special area and I'm going to let bingo quiz you on that because I was not born during your era that you're working oh, with. Oh man. <laughs> so I'm going to let bingo quiz you on that one uh, on the other side of the break. You are listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan. And welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. This week, my co-host is Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction, and our guest is Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design. I promise we're going to get to the show coming up October 15th through the 17th at State Fair Park, the Nary Home and Remodeling Show, and we have something very special, Bob. And Like I said before the break, I'm going to let Bingo quiz you on this because you are doing an area that I was, sorry to say, not even born during that time, but you are working on the 60s. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And I'm going to let Bingo quiz you on the 60s. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, part of the the celebration is what we call design through the decades. So we're taking every decade from the 60s till now, and um, different companies and organizations are taking the space and creating kind of a, a little recreation of what that time was. So... I chose the 60s. Now, I was born in 60s, so I don't really remember a lot of the early 60s, but um, it's, uh, I chose that because there's, it was kind of almost the start of modern houses in terms of open concepts and a lot of the ideas behind them, lots of glass and so on so i i chose that and then of course someone's doing the 70s and 80s and so on and so forth so it'll be really cool to see um it's set up kind of like a little museum walkthrough type of thing you can get up close and personal um i have uh in my space to do a living room from the 60s so um i'm, I'm really excited for people to see what i have um to present there well, I'm just I'm just curious, Bob, because uh, I was at the same. You know, we were at the ward center together. We were sitting together, and he started looking for volunteers. And you, you pretty much stood up on the table because you want to volunteer for the '60s. What makes that one so attractive for you? Well, you know, you think about, and this is just me. <clears throat> the people who chose other decades feel differently, I'm sure. <clears throat> if you think about the '70s, it's kind of you think about the Brady Bunch, 
and it's an easy one to do, but it's kind of, I don't know, kind of kitschy, kind of whatever. The 80s, I guess from from then on, it's, they're just not as memorable. The 60s really appealed to me because I've always had um, the uh, – I've always liked looking – when I was a kid, I would look at plans of homes. And you look at the houses like in the Hollywood Hills, and you look at um, – you know, certain famous architects who did a lot of work in California. So uh, it always just appealed to me because it was open. It was uh, lots of glass. It always featured some kind of a view, whether it was over the city or the ocean or even just into, you know, a, a, a canyon or something. So it just always seemed exciting. And it was nice and open and welcoming and, and uh, very sleek. And so all of those things appealed to me. I, uh, yeah, well, Bob, uh, you know, you're, you're what it's, well, you've mentioned it a few times, you know, you, you did architecture work for us. Um, what is your specialty? Like when, when somebody wants to, wants to hire Bob, Bob Sebastian, you know, Sebastian Designs, or, you know, what I'm trying to spit out here is, you know, when someone says, because I know what I use you for. I have a, when I, you know, as soon as I look at a bathroom, when I, someone says, hey, can you design something? I said, hang on. And, you know, Bob, what do I do? I text you right away and get a hold of you. Yeah. And you take care of it. I mean, what's, what's your specialty, architect? You know, can you explain it to the, can you well, explain it? it? It's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of all over the map. I mean, I am a certified kitchen and bath designer, so I do a lot of kitchen and bath designs. Um, and that doesn't mean like big, huge main bathrooms and fancy things. It can be uh, just as important in working with a small bathroom to make sure you're using the space as efficiently as you can and that the design of it is cohesive. Um, so kitchens and baths are important, but I've done a uh, number of custom homes. So new construction, lake homes I've worked, I've done designs for, um, and finishing basements i'm working on uh, a couple of projects with that right now attics so while kitchens and baths are uh, probably more prominent just because of my certifications and that's what a lot of people do i am kind of all over the all over the road in terms of what i can offer to people um for their project i just I just you know put it out there because i want people to know what you're doing you're not just a we're not just talking about you when you're helping Mary. I mean, you actually, you know, somebody's being hired. It's like, well, I don't know the name of the town district, but there's a town that we wanted to put two columns out by the road. And, you know, and, and when you sometimes when you try to, you know, when you're a legit company and you get the proper permits, a lot of times they ask for drawings. And that's what you're fantastic for. I can call you up and then, you know, we, we go, you know, you, t- you go talk to the customer, you take care of it before you know it, we're done, we're ready to go. And so, um, I just want people, and so, so because um, I know there's another one or, that we're working on. The lady says, I don't know what I want, but I, I want, I just want a new bathroom. And I'm like, you know what? That's not what I do. <laughs> that's what Bob does, right? That's what I, I you know, I just, I'll, you know, I'm always glad to work on them. You know, people see these things that we do and you think that's something that we do, but it's actually a lot of those things are drawings and stuff that you make for us ahead of time. Because that's what I do. I'm a historic restoration guy. I'm perfect at copying. So when you make a, a picture or something for me, I know just how to copy it and make it become come to life. Uh, um, I just want so Bob. If somebody was like, okay, let's just say someone says, I got a kitchen. I don't know what to do. I mean, 
they, they just call you, right? And you can get started because I know you know contractors because I, you know, I know, I know you for a long time. You can find other people. It doesn't have to be just creative construction. It could there's a whole bunch of other companies that do that stuff. Right. I if if someone contacts me for the design end of a of a project, um, I have virtually the whole Mary organization um, behind me in terms of what I can offer them if they need help in either finding a general contractor if they want to general contract it themselves and find them subcontractors um, i can help them through that process i can also help them in organizing themselves for the project so not just the design part of it but also if they're going to take something on themselves um, i can help them organize that so they can make sure that they make as few mistakes as possible, or the rookie mistakes, I guess you could say, because it's not their business. They don't know. They're, rep- they're relying on people like us uh, who do know to help them get through it. Yeah, and um, um, I know in uh, current have fought a lot of your plans because, well, current electrician are always our electrician of choice. Um, but before you – okay, I always want to get into, like um, – you know, people understand more about Sebastian designs and how you know how talented you are. Uh, but I, I, you know, then you know the same thing we all do. We all send out some questions. Well, I know if people have any questions and stuff. So a little group of people come up with stuff. And uh, this is the one: Is the open concept dead? Yeah, you know, I hear that, and because of uh, of the pandemic and people working at home. So many people are saying, oh, we found that the open concept just doesn't work. We, we can't function. The, the open concept, we got to get away from that. It's not that the open concept doesn't work. It's that it doesn't work for the way we started using it now. And all that means is we have to find better solutions for working at home. Uh, that really is what it comes down to. Uh, if you think about it, I think everybody still wants that open concept. They still want the the kitchen and the living area all to kind of function as one when you're entertaining or when you're as a family. It's just you need to find the right solution for the things that challenged it. So saying the open concept is dead is is just a kind of an easy fallback answer. I don't think anybody really wants to go back to little boxes boxy rooms and um, have their kitchen completely separated from everybody else. And I mean, everybody knows the party goes to the kitchen. So if the kitchen's all by itself, everybody's in the way. So you just need to find someone who can help you come up with solutions for the new challenges that we face today. Yeah. And then you're talking about COVID because COVID has changed the way people, um, even even for me, uh, the COVID is you know it's it's, it's uh, people are at home, and because yep. people are at home, they want their stuff fixed. And the people that couldn't be home before because they couldn't get the stuff fixed because they were never home, can get all their stuff done. And then uh, yeah, people are just finding different ways to live and and everything. And it's just it's easier as a contractor, you know, except for you know a lot of safety precautions you got to follow through. But it's easier for us, you know, to talk to people because they're home. You know, a lot of times when you used to look at stuff, you look at stuff on night and weekends because nobody was home and working all the time. More people are home. Anyway, I just want—I just thought as I said something else. I'm, you know, I'm learning because my next question here is, uh, what else? What have you? What have you learned during this COVID? 
Well, I mean, we've kind of uh, obviously adjusted some ways that we, we live and work at home. And, and I think most of us are hoping or that we can all go back to offices, um, but not everybody. Uh, so that's probably going to change a little bit. But some of the other stuff we're learning, um, for example, a real big thing that seems just a minor, a minor design question, but a big thing for everybody is home deliveries. Everybody's getting stuff delivered, Amazon, UPS, FedEx, food, you know, Grubhub, uh, Uber Eats, whatever. And we're hearing more and more about porch pirates, people coming and grabbing your box and, and so on and so forth. So we need a solution for that. Now, I have, uh, you know, key delivery by Amazon where they can go into my garage and put the box in the area I designate, and then they close the garage and they leave. And I have a camera in there and so on and so forth. That's great. But that's Amazon. I mean, not everybody has that. So the idea is to, to create kind of a parcel delivery safety zone or vestibule or whatever you want to call it. And it, it's usually pretty easy to do, but it's something that people don't think about. And, um, you know, if you have a covered front porch, you can just take a small area. Some older homes have that double entry where you have the outside door by the porch and then an inside door. Maybe it's just a matter of adding a lock to that inside door and they can deliver it into that little vestibule. So that's a huge thing, a huge impact with just a very small bit of thinking to it. So um, that was something well, that, that I, you know, that thought about. Uh, I was designing a house for a friend and, and designed a, a delivery um, portal, I guess, for the, their front porch. Yeah, this is like, well, we used to talk about just doing mud rooms. You're talking about a room just for your, your packages. Well, that's a great idea, Bob, and I love I love that you think of that. That's obviously exactly what you are, and that's why that's why you have so many letters after your name and M C R M C K B R C R C K B R U D C P. I'm going to say that a few more times because I think it's important. All the work you did to get it to get those certifications is huge. Um, we are speaking with Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design. He can be reached at four one four. 510-9109. Again, that's 414-510-9109. And you are listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Colonel Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM The Fan. And welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. I am your host, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager, marketing manager for Current Electric. With me today is my co-host, Bingo Emmons, with Creative Construction. Call creativeconstruction.com. And our special guest is Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design. MCR, MCKBR, CR, CKBR, UDCP. Now you realize, Bob, why I need to take a break from saying things so much. <laughs> take a breath. <laughs> so I did want to get, uh, after the break here, I wanted to get to, everybody thinks of a designer and says, oh man, I can't really, I can't really do that. I can't really afford that. But it, it's not about all the large details. I mean, you, obviously you're help, you're there to help them with that and help your, 
um, customers or um, clients with their kitchen remodels, bathroom models, home remodels. But also it's in small details that can bring a big return, not only for them, but if they're going to sell their home. So I want to talk a little bit about that, uh, um, that it doesn't always have to be thousands and thousands of dollars. It can be the little details that will get it taken care of for them as well. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it, the the project, for example, one of the ones that Bingo was mentioning, bathroom I'm working with, with him on. I'm really just consulting with the client to help her through some decisions. The bathroom footprint isn't changing. It's a smaller bathroom. Um, we're deciding whether we're going to paint the vanity or replace the vanity. You know, that's a simple decision, or I shouldn't say a simple decision. It's not a huge cost decision. Um, things like uh, you hear a lot, change the hardware on your, your cabinet doors. Go ahead and paint your kitchen cabinets. Um, it's not necessarily an easy process, but if you do it well, it can have a huge impact. And some people will go, oh, my God, I've got oak cabinets, and oak cabinets look terrible painted. Well, that's not really necessarily true. Oak cabinets, especially in a dark color, look awesome painted because that grain you see the grain texturally, but you don't see the grain visually, which is really cool. So that's a, a way without having to replace your cabinets. But when you're designing a space, making sure you're covering all your bases. You know, do you do you need something maybe close to the, the range, like a pots and pans drawer, so that you don't have to go digging around in a cabinet for all your pots and pans? You just pull the drawer out, and they're all right there. A spice rack. Um, even sim simple things like where to put the paper towel roll or um, all of your technology. I don't want my iPad and my phone sitting out on the counter. Well, now we have drawers that have outlets in the drawers. So you can pull the drawer out, plug your thing in in the drawer, and push the drawer bracket back in. People don't even think that that was possible, but we have that stuff. So um, just those small details from someone who keeps up on what's going on in the industry, what's going on in design, and can bring those things to the table can pay for itself, really. Well, and I know uh, Bingo has the same uh, issue I have with my wife. She always moves stuff around and likes changing design a lot. So, um, and you know, I'm I, I don't, I'm not a big design guy, so. Um, I'm sure I'll probably have to go home and listen to my wife who's listening to this right now and uh, <laughs> listen to my wife about painting our cabinets out. So thanks for that, Bob. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but I did want to talk about what, how, so if somebody's looking for a designer, if somebody's looking for ideas, I know you're there to help them make decisions as well. Uh, it's not all about design. Sometimes you just need to be that consultant and be that person that can they can bounce stuff off of. What should somebody look for in a designer if they're looking to hire somebody like Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design? Well, something I learned a long time ago is when you're interviewing a designer or anybody actually, look who's doing the most talking. If you're doing the most talking, that's good because that means your your potential designer is listening to what you have to say. They're asking questions that drive you to give better than just yes or no answers. So that's, that's one of the first things is 
to make sure that that person you're talking to is listening to you and what you want to get accomplished. Now, I'll tell my clients from the beginning, I'm going to push the limits. I will, you know, try and help them think outside the box. So there will be ideas that, you know, may be crazy to you, and that's okay. You tell me, and that's fine. But I want to, to push you, but you're always in charge. So I think that first thing is how this person listens to you. Obviously, you're going to look for, you know, experience and, and references and so on. But quite frankly, who's going to give you a bad reference? If you ask for someone for references, they're not going to give you bad ones. So, um, but look at those references and how they respond to you. If they, again, are just more like, yeah, they were fine or they were good, um, other than rather than someone who really talks to you about how this person was. That's what you're really looking for there. Um, Ultimately, as we all know, it comes down to the trust level. It, anybody who hires a contractor, the first thing you got to do is, is, is trust them. So you have to develop that. And with a designer, you have to trust me enough and my vision because you don't see it. It's not like there's a model home that you can look at and go, that's what I want. With a remodeling project, everything's custom. So... You have to have that comfort level. You have to have that trust. So, you know, none of these things are, oh, what, what school of architecture did he go to or, you know, what design program do, do they work with or does she have this background? It's more about the soft skills, and um, I think those are the most important things to start with, and then you can filter through um, if you have compatible styles and so on and so forth. Absolutely. And Bingo, I know you, I know your wife loves, uh, doing design work as well, or uh, what we call design work and they just make us do the work. So, um, but I also think it's important, Bob and Bingo, I think you'll agree. And I'd love for both of you guys to explain what being a Nary Milwaukee member is that you look at the organizations that the, uh, um, designer is in, the contractor is in because we all live up to a certain quality and um, certain ethical standards. And I think that's important as well. I don't know if you guys, can you guys talk about that a little bit more on the Nary Milwaukee side? Well, as, as far as me, yeah, Nary is, um, yeah, you know, I just, yeah, I'm very biased. Nary is a great organization. The people uh, go through, um, you know, Bob, that's like what Bob does. That's what Bob says. If you know, if you just get hold of Bob, you know, he doesn't, you know, not going to be just hiring creative construction. We got our specialties, what we're good at, but there's, uh, there's things that you can do. And that's what Bob does is Bob literally, uh, uses Nary as a reference because that's what we all do. When someone says, Hey, I need a, I need a plumber. You know, we can say, you know what, there's a couple of good plumbers there, and they're all Nary members. Uh, yeah, that's what, you know, I just, I just, I'm just I'm trying to explain this with us bragging about it but Nary is awesome it's one of the best things that ever happened to our company and uh, I just just think that you know, because you have all the people you hang out with you know when you have a company like ours or Bob Sebastian and you see all the stuff that you know all the stuff that they do and then when you're working with them you have the confidence that this contractor knows what they're doing just and I know just some some symbols you see in the back you see Nary like a, through the spring show but that's actually a very group very well educated group and they have a code of ethics that they have to sign. What do you think, Bob? I, I think that's, you know, what Bingo says is one of the, the most important things. There is vetting of anybody who wants to be a member of, 
uh, of NARI. Not everybody qualifies for that. There's a, a code of ethics that we, we sign on to follow. Um, we have, uh, for members, I mean, they, they've developed a, a remodeling contract. So we have all the bases covered for both the homeowner and the contractor. Uh, for a, a single contractor like myself to hire a lawyer to develop a specific design contract for a remodeling project would be crazy expensive. So NARI offers these things to its members. But for homeowners, it's, it's that another layer of confidence. Again, it's already a scary situation that someone's going to start messing with. You know, they say, you know, your home is your biggest investment. I deal with clients whose remodeling project is actually going to end up being their biggest investment. It will cost them more to remodel than they, when they bought their house. So you're trusting people to do that. And you hear the horror stories, and you see the stuff on TV, and it, it's scary. So having an organization like NARI um, that gives you that level of confidence, and then knowing, which I don't think people understand, and we're talking about it a lot here, is the interaction of the NARI members. We're competitors. You know, there are other designers in NARI. There are other electrician electrical companies in there there are other you know construction companies but we're not we're competitors but we're it's a very um compatible situation everybody knows everybody everybody gets along with everybody um if i lose a project to another designer that i know that's qualified i don't mind i don't like losing a project but i don't mind it because i don't think the people made a bad decision they'll be taken care of Whereas if somebody outside, you, you learn that someone you talk to about redoing their electrical in their home and they go with their brother-in-law, you know, you feel bad because you know it's just going to be a disaster. So having that Mary organization, it, it's, a, you know, a, a sorority or a fraternity or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's more everybody working together than everybody pointing fingers at somebody else. Well, I think the great thing as well is if they do do that, um, then, you know, we're always here to help fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so we got to get to another break, gentlemen. That is Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design. I'm going to go through his, all the stuff on the other side of the break again, um, because I do think it's important. And, Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction, call creative.com. And I am your host, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager for Current Electric, call current.com. And this is the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes on 1250 AM, The Fan. Again, I am your host, marketing manager, Ray Hoffman from Current Electric. My co-host today is Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Call creativeconstruction.com. We want to uh, both thank Mike for the opportunity to... uh, uh, kind of fill in for him today as he is uh, out accepting a Hall of Fame award for all of his work he's done as a coach for many, many years throughout the basketball, uh, high school sports industry, and 
high school basketball. So thank you, Mike, for that. And congratulations again on your Hall of Fame award. And I, we wanted to make sure we get back to our guest, Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design. His number is 414-510-9109. Again, at 414-510-9109. And he is uh, Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design, MCR, MCKBR, CR, CKBR, and UDCP. On this side of the break, gentlemen, I wanted to get to Bingo's questions. Bingo's always got a lot of great questions from people out there, um, everybody in consumers and uh, fellow NARI members, fellow um, people in the industry. So, Bingo, take it away with all your questions because I know you have a few. Yeah, I got to try to get these all in. <laughs> all right. um, well, this, this show is powered by Current Electric. Anyways, and uh, this question here, it just it just – Seems like it runs right perfectly here. I don't know. Um, anyways, what is the importance of lighting in today's processes? I know that lighting is huge in the kitchen. It's huge. In, but um, what? how do you work it out, Bob? Well, <clears throat> yeah, lighting plays a, a huge deal in design. I mean, people think, well, I just go pick a light fixture and, and uh, you know, I'm done. Or like you say, in the kitchen, um, people go, well, I just want can lights. I don't want, you know, that fixture in the middle of the ceiling well where those can lights go is important what kind of can lights those are do you want under cabinet lighting in there do you want toe kick lighting and in other parts of the house in the bathroom toe kick lighting is a great thing because it can be like a night light at night or if you're working on an attic space and you got limited headroom they've got um led panels now that you that are like an inch thick so you can mount these and get good general lighting all over the place but when i'm working with clients on kind of specific things i had a client um where we had a fireplace that was stone and then we also did an opposite wall in the room in the same stone and to light it we didn't just want to have those standard eyeball lights that you shine down on the painting above the fireplace or whatever. Um, so I talked with my, my people over at current about what kind of options we have in, in design lighting for that space. And we came up with uh, specialty lights that would wash the wall. So they're very, very close to the wall, but they highlight the texture of the wall. But you can't just throw a can light right up against the wall because it's not the right kind of light. Um, so there's all kinds of, again, these details that working with someone, a professional, can really bring your project up another notch, two, three, or four and in terms of the design and the aesthetic, but also they can help you with the safety issues. So, for example, um, just think about a hallway. You have a hallway and you have, you know, maybe some recessed lights down the hallway, but you don't want that all the time. You want a nightlight. Well, you can plug a nightlight into the wall. Maybe it's your, you know, your Pikachu light or whatever. But what about maybe taking your, uh, your baseboard and raising it up half an inch and then using LED tape light underneath it? And it just, it just lights a gentle uh, light on the path down the hallway for safety. Those kind of things um, that, you know, even a few years ago, people weren't bringing that lighting element into design. Um, again, it's something that can have a huge impact, and sometimes it's expensive, but other times it's not. It just needs to be thought of ahead of time. 
I um, yeah, for running my time here. Um, uh, like, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, I mean, how do you do? You, do you, how do you charge them? I mean, do you, what's your process? Well, if someone wants to get to you, I mean, you know, can people afford you and that kind of thing? That's what I'm trying to get to here. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, the uh, they reach me by phone. Um, I don't have a website. It, it just isn't something for for my business. But reach me by phone. Of course, we'll have a conversation on the phone and the initial meeting at their home, because I really need to do that to answer questions for them. The initial meeting, the consultation is is no charge. So at that point, then we can determine whether it's a a situation where it's more of a consultant role and then it's an hourly charge, or if it's a a project, a design project where it has uh, kind of a uh, an overall uh, fee that is split up over the process of the design. So it can work either way, but that initial consultation is no charge so that they have a chance to see if we're a good fit. And I have a chance to see if we're a good fit. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's something, too, that I was just thinking about when you're talking about designs and fees and things. Hey, you look watch these TV shows, right? They're halfway through the project, and you start picturing out designs. Uh, how close is that to the real world, Bob? Hopefully not very. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you see Christina on the coast, and she's like, oh, here's my cabinet ideas, and we've already started, and, you know, I'll have these in three weeks or whatever. That's just not how it works. And you can't. You can't design on the fly. It's a bad idea because what you do affects something else usually. Undoing things you've already done, you're not doing it the way you really wanted to do it. You need to have a solid plan before you go. Any contractor is going to want to have a solid plan before they start anything. Now, of course, there may be changes along the way. They may open a wall and find something that they didn't expect or whatever. But in general, um, the TV shows, they're entertaining. They can give you some good design ideas maybe, um, but the process they show is not at all realistic. Um, some of the shows actually have some realistic budgets they talk about. Most of them don't, and their time frames are not realistic either. So um, get some ideas well, from them, a- but I wouldn't uh, bank my project on being just that way. Well, that's some great advice, Bob, and that is Bob Sebastian with Sebastian Design, and uh, he can be reached at 414-510-9109. He is MCR, MCKBR, CR, CKBR, UDCP. With me today is co-host Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction. Call creativeconstruction.com, and I was your host because we're about to uh, go away for today. Um, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager with I almost said creative construction, bingo, with Current Electric, callcurrent.com. Make sure you come see us October 15th through the 17th at State Fair Park during the Nary Home and Remodeling Show. And make sure you check out Bob's 1960s design. So you have been listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.